finds Draymond Green. Green to the basket, kicks it out of Godala. Thompson for three. Bang! Play Thompson from downtown. It's a six-point lead. Timeout Rockets. A stunned Toyota Center crowd has watched a seven-point fourth-quarter lead turn into a six-point deficit. Yo, 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 guys, what is up? And welcome back to another episode of the Game Six Clay podcast. It's your boy Gotham with my boys Matt and Chuck. And uh, tough time in Dub Nation, guys. Um, Steph Curry uh, officially out for at least two to three weeks with a shoulder injury, suffered last game against the Pacers. Um, it's probably the most up in the air that the Warriors season has been um, in a season where it's kind of been a roller coaster, um, a lot of ups and downs. Um, right now, one of those uh, one of those peaks or the valleys right now in one of the, in the uh, in the long eighty two game season. Uh, before we get into the dubs, as always, gentlemen, how we doing? How we doing? I'm doing all right. Doing all right. Just uh, you know, trying not to get on the emotional lows of last night's game and all that came from it. I I feel you. Yeah, man, it's tough, tough, tough uh, dub life right now, but um. Yeah, I think it's all things considered. Life could be worse, right? Life could be worse. You could have a some sort of t- shoulder labrum injury that Steph Curry does have right now. Um, but you guys said it, man. Let's let's jump right into it. Last night um, against Indiana, um, the Warriors on a on the gauntlet of this trip that they that they're on um, lost against Milwaukee and then back to back in Indiana, a game that you know coming in you you thought you know they could beat them um, again. One of those games where. Uh, get right game, um, you know, get get this road trip back on track. And um, it really was anything but that. Um, Steph Curry, 38 points in three quarters, goes out, um, you know, with a shoulder injury. Uh, but the Warriors young guys um, stepped up, um, made it a game. Uh, Draymond Green got ejected um, with Clay and Wiggs sitting. Um, so it was the young guys um, kind of putting the team on their back, showing their competitive spirit um, to make it a ball game, um, giving the Dubs a chance to win. But uh, I think they lost by five was the final score. But um, Charlie, uh, I want to start with you, man. What what was your takeaways from last night's last night's game? Um, before um, like going into you know all this whole Steph stuff, just what did you see last night, especially from the young guys and Dante, kind of you know forcing themselves to put the Warriors in position to at least give themselves a sh- chance to win the game down there. Yeah, I think Dante did a good job at staying active. Like defensively, he was getting rebounds and starting the break a fair amount, which was good to see. Um, he's still not quite the impact defender that we're used to seeing out there, but I think he's been solid enough and able to sort of fit in offensively as well. Like he hit a couple big shots down the stretch, which was good to see. He's got a lot of confidence in that jumper. Um I also think, you know, it, it's, it is worth noting that I, with Jordan Poole, even though last night was sort of a struggle, especially on the defensive end, he got to the rim a lot against this team, like getting 13 attempts at the rim and nine off of drives in the half court is awesome to see because we know he's capable of that. And even if he had some rough finishing results, he's going to have more points uh, on those drives more often than not and was able to make some plays out of it too. So you know, with Steph out, with Clay still likely to sit some back to backs, they're going to need uh they're gonna need Poole's offense more than ever. So I think last night was hopefully something he can carry a little bit going forwards. 
So I obviously missed last night's game. Um, I have not had a chance to, and I, I still might not catch up on it given the circumstances. <laughs> um, but how did the uh, the young guys look? Kaminga and Moody. I mean, I thought they looked great, man. Um, the Ty Jerome uh, played in the first half over Moody, um, and again, like that. it, it's a. It's, I don't know if it was like Steve Kerr trying to send a message or what it was, but um, Moody played a little bit more in the second half, um, and you could tell that the guy deserves to be in the rotation. Um, I think he, he's he been that one young guy that um, even with the whole Wiseman, Kuminga, you know, just in and out of the rotation kind of thing, Moody's always been that guy that we felt that, you know, can be plugged in right now and, uh, you know, just contribute to the team. And uh, he showed that. I mean, he was hitting some big threes. I think he had a very, very uh, momentum swing four point play. Um, to, I think it's cut the lead back down or the deficit down to like six or seven. Um, and just playing tough. I mean, Kuminga, he's uh, not selling for threes. I think he's driving at the right spots. He's picking the spots um, really well, um, setting hard screens, just being a solid role man. Um, my biggest issue with the, in terms of the young guys right now is uh, finally off Jordan Poole. Um, I think that, like Chuck said, especially now with Steph out. Um, you want to see Jordan Poole. Um, this is his time. We paid him $140 million to, you know, be that next Steph Curry kind of player that we need him to be. And, um, we haven't seen that from JP this season. Um, we've seen, we've seen, obviously we've seen glimpses. We know what the guy can do. We've seen what he can do last season, but, um, in a game last night, especially when Steph went out in the third quarter, um, in a game that the Warriors had a chance to win, even with Draymond gone, Steph out, Clay out, Wiggs out. Um, that's Jordan Poole's moment to come in and, you know, be that superstar young guard that we think that he can be and that we think he is. Um, so to see him struggling and just kind of trying to do a little too much, um, not trusting the other guys on the court um, who were playing well, I think uh, give credit to um, Kuminga, Moody, um, Dante, I think had a really great game. And um, it's one of the, for me, that one of the, that was a very encouraging loss um, last night. Um, the young guys just showed that, you know, when the, the backs against the wall, they can, you know, you put this team, help this team out. And, um, you know, it's on the guys that, you know, won this championship last year, the, the Jordan pools, the, the Wiggins, the Clays, um, to really pick up the load and like help these young guys out. Cause you know, you're not gonna, you're not gonna win basketball games on the backs of Jonathan Kaminga and Moses Moody right now. It's, it's Jordan, guys like Jordan Poole, Wiggins stepping up. So, um, a little sad, a little, um, disappointed to see from JP yesterday, but you know, um, now I think he's, he's a guy that, He's going to be able to step up, hopefully, and we're going to need him. Yeah, the the I think that stretch too, especially in the second quarter, was really concerning to see where there was just no defense to be had. You know, like they were sagging off Tyrese Halliburton multiple times. They weren't really marking guys up in transition. Uh, just making so many missed locations. Yeah, it was it was it was brutal, and it really just you know that with Steph scoring so well, like hitting a buzzer beater at the end of the half, like he really helped like resurrect kind of a tough quarter for them. And still they are going into the half down by 20 because they just could not do anything defensively. And that's, that's, I think going to be the, especially the concern going forwards is how do you, how do you patch things up defensively in the long run? You know, with Steph injury aside, like it, Steph Curry was out on the court there and they were breaking down left and right. So that that's, that's sort of the thing that worried me the most about last night. It's just seeing them have, go through these like killer defense runs where you're, you're putting yourself in a massive hole and they were able to, you know, come back within striking distance multiple times, but then Indiana would just hit tough shots and go back ahead. But, you know, you gotta wonder if they would have had a better handle on that game if they weren't just hemorrhaging baskets in the second quarter. 
And again, like for me, the biggest issue for last night for me was Draymond um, getting kicked out of that game. Um, obviously, he was he was uh, he was you know pissed off after some foul calls, some non-travel calls, and got that first tech, which I thought was fine. But in a game where you lost Steph and you got the young guys, you know, just fighting to play and 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 playing as hard as they can, you needed a vet out there. Um, just having a guy like Draymond being able to just hold down the fort defensively down the stretch would have been so huge. The Warriors could have walked out with a win in that game um, if Draymond was on the court. Um, so I, I felt it was a little selfish. Um, I thought it was um, just it was just not what you want to see from a, uh, from a guy who you consider a leader on this team um, in a time where you really needed him last night. Um, so for me, that was that was another just massive takeaway that you just didn't want to see. It was you needed Draymond last night. So the Warriors are left off, obviously, after a rough night in a pretty bad spot. And just to be clear, uh, from a great combination of, you know, uh, Slater, Anthony Slater of the Athletic, Shams, Woj, and um, the good doctor on Twitter. I forget his name, but he's always popping around and making uh, uh, really. Dr. Pandya. Say it again. Dr. Pandya. Yes, Dr. Pandya. Uh, those, those four, five reliable sources there have kind of basically given the Warriors a three to four week timeline on Steph's return. Um, that's a long time. That's 10 to 12 games. And the Warriors are a game below 500 as it is. They have a pretty rough stretch coming up against uh, they got the Grizzlies. They got the Raptors who are with me tough games. Um, not really any bad teams for the most part. I mean, there's some teams that are right around their level when they're healthy, but from here, what, what do the Warriors do? Cause this is a, they're in a, they're in the worst spot they've been in the last two years essentially especially given the personnel they have and who is not popping and who is who is popping so what do you guys think from right now what what are we looking at what do the warriors go from here yeah going going a little past what you said on the schedule like you also have you have a game against memphis utah and portland uh closing out the month those could all be important seeding games down the stretch considering how competitive the west has been right now uh you get you know maybe a little reprieve early January, you know, like they get matchups against Detroit and Orlando, which, you know, you know, Detroit's beaten them before, but like these are, you know, matchups you want to see when you're missing your star player, but it really has to come together because they can't, you know, they've already dropped so many games because of just the condition of this roster. And, you know, now the health strikes and now you're missing Steph for roughly 10 games. So you have to be able to stay in the fight somehow. And this is not going to be a forgiving schedule for that so far. Yeah, no, not at all. I mean, I think where do they go from here? I think the the biggest thing, like you said, Chuck, they got to stay afloat. Um, I, I truly believe this. I think this team is built to win 16 games in a, in a playoff run. And, you know, obviously seating matters in that, but um, you got to get to the dance. I've said this before. I think we've all said this on the podcast. And this next stretch is really – uh, going to tell a lot about this team, uh, where they stand, the roster construction. Um, do they need to make a move? Um, I think we're going to find out a lot about what this Warriors team is about. Um, but from right now, they just got they just got to find a way to win a game. Um, and it's going to be on the guys. It's going to be on Clay Wiggins when he gets back, um, Draymond, JP, like the guys who have been there, um, the guys that were on this run last year to help out the Kamingas, the Moody's, um, to you know find their spots. Um, I think Wiseman, Rollins, PBJ, they all got called up. So it's a lot of youth that is in here on this, in this rough stretch. Uh, Jermichael Green hasn't had the best um, stint so far. Had had some good minutes um, last last night in the second half, but finally um, he finally actually made some threes. Made some threes. Yeah. I saw he was eight for forty one. I was like, damn, Rocket, put me out there. I shoot like that. 
Um, I think he was like three for four last night. He was three so. for four last night. Yeah, I think he, so. Like we need we need guys like that to step up and. Um, but you know, for me, I you know I have been I've always been the positive guy in terms of like the outlook on the Warriors, and I do see this as a moment of kind of like you know Bender Bender break kind of uh, for this this ancillary part besides Steph. I mean, the season has all been Steph and the guys. Um, Steph putting the team on his back, having an MVP season, but um, to win a championship, you're going to need guys to step up. We saw it last year with Wiggins, JP, Loon helping out Clay and Draymond and Steph. And you're gonna need that again. You're gonna need that again. Um, and you're gonna just need that belief. We haven't seen them do it this year. We haven't. I think have they won a game without Steph um, playing this year yet? So like it's that's the thing. So. Like, and they it did last year. They took they took their pants. I think they went own five in the first like five games that Steph didn't play, and then they they finished the season off in a winning streak. So we've seen that what this team can do. Um, granted, there was a little bit more vet vet presence there. So like I said, I don't know where this roster goes from here. I think it's a little too young um to you know win regular season games right now um but you do have the pieces that can at least keep you afloat till Steph comes back and um you know really go on his run in the second half but it comes down to you know can you can you it's a tough schedule um there's no there's no you got five there's a five more games on the road and then you got Memphis like you said Memphis Utah and, and Portland so um if they can survive December um you know stay afloat um, that's that's really the best you can hope for right now. Um, but you just got to take it one game at a time and find a way to win a game on the road without Steph. And uh, for the record, with Steph out, they are zero and three with a negative fifty-five point differential. So easy, sounds, easier said than sounds done. Sounds like it's on off Steph, man. It, it starts yeah. on the def- it starts on the defensive end. Um, we saw it like in last the third quarter yesterday when they made their comeback. It, uh, they were playing defense. Same thing in the fourth. They were able to get stops. Um, but that's been the problem with this team this entire season. They haven't been able to string together stops. Um, so it's really going to take a, a collective effort to step up defensively, and uh, hopefully your offensive threats can can get back in the rhythm. I'm beating a dead horse here, but uh, this team needs to make a move like this week or next week, basically because <laughs> they've got. I, I mean, just look at it. they were they were losing to the Pacers with Steph going off for, you know. He's on pace for 50, right? They lost to the Suns when he put up 50. They are struggling to teams like the Jazz um, as it is without Steph or with Steph. Um, they don't have depth and they're kind of in a position now where they could compromise their their roster even more because this is a heavier load on guys like Looney, on guys like Draymond. Um, if Jermichael Green can give them some minutes, that's awesome. If Wiseman uh, give them some minutes, that's incredible. I mean, we don't have a sample size to suggest he will. At this point, same for Jermichael Green. Um, you're just asking a lot out of basically six guys and it was seven guys before this. Right. And it's great. Right. If they can stay afloat somehow. And again, I, I, I think Jordan Poole uh, can do these things that we're asking. Right. If we saw him do it before, I don't, as of right now, just given what we've seen so far, I don't know that I think he will uh, on his own, but they're just, they're asking to put more pressure on the guys that, that do the most work as it is. And they just saw their best player go down because he's been working his ass off. And again, I'm not saying I only saw the play and you know, when Steph's going hard, he's going hard in every aspect of the game. Right. So uh, even mm-hmm. digging on that play there, it's not a coincidence he gets hurt. Right. Cause he's, he's really focused and he's trying to, he's just hustling out there. Okay. And he's hustling in a way they shouldn't have to given the circumstances and given the roster um, that they should have at least. So it's gotta be a move just because again, I think the, the top six guys they have are still good. The top seven guys, right. I believe in that, but it's hard to win regular season games with just seven guys. That's just how it goes. Um, it's hard to win multiple regular season games in a row, which they need to with just seven guys because you're going to get tired. You just start. Wiggins is already out. You're missing Clay on back-to-backs. Um, 
when Clay's out and Wiggins is out, you're basically how many you got five, you got five rotation players basically right at that point. So um whether it's Wiseman, Moody, PBJ, whoever it's gotta go, but they gotta do something fast just to get get an actual eight, nine man rotation ready to go because they don't have the option to lean on their bets right now because they don't have any bets. So they gotta get some guys in there. Yeah, I'm with you there. I think you know, there have been calls for trades for a while and you know we've seen like Rowans and Wiseman called up for now like and you you had to work with with what you got and mm-hmm. you know, both guys have showed ability in the G League uh Wiseman I believe is at around 26 and 10 over his last three in the G so hopefully he's got a little confidence to build on uh when it seems like he might be coming back to getting some minutes but yeah, like this team needs stability. Um, and, you know, the Steph injury, like, frankly, they're lucky that he's only out for this long. You know, if it was anything longer than that, you'd have to start wondering, you know, what do you do with the rest of this season? And what's crazy is, though, there's still a world where they go two and 10 in the next 12 games. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to, I totally think it's possible just given that they've, lo- again, they lost to Charlotte, Detroit, whoever else it might be, but that's with Steph playing as well as he was. And granted, that was a yeah. big part of the season, but. It's just hard to know where this is going to go until we actually see it. But sorry, Chuck, go ahead. No, that's completely fair. And I think that's the worry, too, is if you make a trade, you know, if you had made a trade yesterday before Steph goes down, it would have made a lot more sense, if I'm being honest, because now I think if you're looking at this, you know, they do need that stability. But I think they should also take some of these games as an opportunity to see, can these other guys step up? And do we need to make a move? You know, like I think it sets the stage for a move when Steph comes back. But I think there is also the world where they're just like, man, like we just really, really lost it here. Like we've, we've, you know, we've lost, you know, like you said, that two and 10 scenario where you're sitting, you know, 10 games under 500 possibly and thinking, man, you know, is it worth it to invest significant assets? Uh, in what's going on for the rest of the season. Um, I think the outcome you hope for is that they're able to hold level, you know, like you guys are able to step up, that they're able to sort of keep things in the mix and get a better idea of what their weaknesses are going to be going forward. So, you know, hopefully if they are able to pull off like six and six or, you know, even seven and five in their next 12, then you're looking up and saying, okay, we managed to stay in this. We're getting our MVP level player back. Let's make some sort of consolidation move so we can, you know, address our depth going forward and start to hit more of a consistent stride. But I do think, Matt, you know, like you you said, there is that scenario where you're just so out of it, you're wondering, like, we don't have many trades that we're going to be able to execute. Like, should we be making them now, Uh, especially if they're only rentals? Yeah, Yeah, that's one of the biggest... No, no, go, go for it. No, I was just saying, that's one of the biggest, just biggest uh, concerns with any Warriors trade is just, it's just next year. What are you picking up? What sounds good at the front office? Is getting off money sound great? Is picking up a player that is a rental sound tough because it's a rental? Or you're giving up Wiseman for you know, whoever it might be, Pirtle, Olenek. Olenek's on a long-term contract. There are perks to that, obviously, but that costs you Draymond potentially, right? That's not worth it. Um, total... You're getting the guy for a year, but you're also you're also losing out on a guy that they believe in heavily in Wiseman. So it's tough. But Gotham, you go, man. No, I was about to kind of just building off what you guys are saying. I think it's the first time, like you said, you don't really 
the, you don't really see the Warriors make too many moves. And when they do, it's it's really a, a thought out, like concerted, like this is for now and for the future. This is the first time we've sat, we've had a Warriors team in a long time that wasn't built to win in the regular season and dominate in the playoffs. This team, I think, is still built to dominate in the playoffs. But like, you, like we've been saying, they're not – they can't pick up consistent regular season wins. We've seen it so far 30 games in. Um, I guarantee you it's not going to change. It might get worse with Steph out. Um, that being said, you still have – when Steph comes back, like, and it's not luckily, it's not a serious injury. You just gotta, you know, weather the storm. Um, I, I love the way you put it, Chuck. I think it's, I think this is a perfect time for the for these young guys to to show they deserve to be on this team for for the present and the future. Because if they can at least just stay level um, with Steph coming back, going to the All Star break, um, trade deadline coming up, you know exactly what kind of moves you can make to win a championship now. Because this roster, top of the top six or seven, can win you a championship. So I think. It, it's too early to say, even with a tough stretch coming up with Steph out, to totally just, you know, say that you're going to tank for whatever or try to get a pick or whatever it is, um, just because you still, once you get to the playoffs, you have a chance. Um, so I, what that move is, I, I I couldn't tell you. I don't know. It really depends on these next, you know, six to ten games, whatever Steph misses. Um but it's, it's, it's an opportunity for these young guys, I think. Uh, and for me, I think the base player that it needs to step up is Jordan Poole. Um, they, they paid him. They paid him this offseason. Um, he showed out last year. He showed the, the talent he has. Um, but it seems like he hasn't made the, the necessary adjustments to be that, you know, number one guy off the bench or being able to carry, play, make, um, kind of do the, the other stuff that Steph does that, you know, that we kind of look past uh, the, the, the greater parts of him besides the scoring, the shooting, um, whatever it is. So um, I think it's an opportunity for Jordan Poole um, to prove this contract. Um, you have faith in guys like Wiggins and Loon and, you know, Draymond for the most part. Clay seems like he's getting his his shooting back and his, his rhythm back as, as in these last few games. Um, and the Warriors have been playing better basketball. I feel like it, it, we shouldn't, like, be all doom and gloom. Um, since that 3-7 and seven start, I think they're 11-6 and six, um, with a couple punts in there. Um, just uh, resting guys. So it's not like the team hasn't been playing better um, over this last you know month stretch. So I feel like it's not it's not in completely asinine to think that they could at least you know go 500 or you know stay around st- hovering uh, alive in this you know playing race while Steph's out. But um, I think it starts with Jordan Poole. He's he's kind of the catalyst of these young guys. Um, and you're seeing Kuminga, you know, find a role for him. Moody's Moody's playing well. Um, so for JP, he's got he's really got to take that next step. And um, this is his time to 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 become that you know elite or just not even elite, just this, that's that star potential guard that we know he has. Yeah, I'm not even so worried about just the potential. It's just the health aspect more than anything. It's just a matter of mm-hmm. it's just Wiggins is already out. Clay can't mm-hmm. play second, two games in a row. And that's the case. You're down two starters as it is, you know, right mm-hmm. there down Steph now. So TBD again, Jordan, Jordan Poole is, um, you know, I've had moments recently where I kind of had question like, Hey, is this, did we, did the Warriors mess up giving him that contract? And I think it's way too early to say that, even though I am who I am, you know, this guy is not even, he's not even on that contract yet, you know? So, um, to really to say he's technically still a $3 million a year player. So I'm going to, you know, give him the pass there, but he's, like you said, Gotham, he's the guy who has to step he up. Put pen to, he put pen to paper. He put yeah, pen. he did, you know, and he's got to step up more than anybody else. And I love that. That's that's the easiest person to point to, but it's also the it's the most natural target because that's if he's not floating right now, if he's not swimming, there's the Warriors are sinking, right? Because they don't have anywhere else to go uh, as far as the shot creator goes. Um, it's also Moses Moody, I think, man. It's his, he's going to get some minutes now. If he doesn't, I'll be, I'll be astounded. That's going to be incredible. But uh, he's going to find himself 
into some minutes now. I'm curious as to kind of how they go with uh, ball handling after Jordan Poole. I know it's going to be primarily Dante DiVincenzo, but even after that, um, they're going to have to look elsewhere because they don't have a lot of options. So Moody and Poole, and uh, if if Moody can – Moody is the is the reason that the Warriors don't make a trade if he steps up over the next few weeks. Yeah, I also think that um... – I think you're going to see a lot more leaning on Jonathan Kaminga. And I think the good thing is that he's made strides in the last few games being aggressive as a drive and kick guy and relying on others to sort of exploit the gaps where, you know, if he's, if he's like driving and attacking a closeout or cutting, he's really efficient offensively, but he's not the ideal sort of four on three attacker. So I think especially with Steph out, you're going to want to see him like collapsing the defense, more drawing help, kicking to Draymond and letting him go to work, find other shooters, you know, get pool, even Chenzo involved, get cutters involved. So I think that's the kind of stuff that we're going to need to see a lot more of is Kaminga just being really aggressive about getting downhill and making decisive plays, you know, not the really long drawn out dribble plays that haven't been as effective. And I also don't mind seeing the team slow down a little bit. Um, you could see it yesterday um, in the with in the, especially that second quarter when um, the the Indiana lead ballooned. Um, the second unit guys that aren't Steph are playing incredibly fast, trying to match that pace that you see the stars play with, and they've played. You know, they've obviously played together for years. You know, won championships and have developed that chemistry. They know where these guys are going to be. And the second unit felt like we're doing the bad parts about the second unit um, that we've seen this season felt like they, they they were trying to play at that same pace and they're turning the ball over way too many times. And like you said earlier, Chuck, they're not, they're not good enough defensively to, you know, withstand all those turnovers. So I want to see him, you know, take, make a concerted effort to play a little slower, you know, make, make the, make it a, you know, make it a grinded out kind of game. Um, you don't have your superstar again. You're going to have to adjust. I think that comes with, you know, I think that comes with the territory. And I think that, Coaching wise, uh, coaching staff wise, like you gotta adjust for um, just the guys that you have out there, and uh, you know, I, I, I do believe in these. I do, I think that this team has the ability to at least weather the storm. Um, but it's gonna take. It's gonna like it's gonna be a collective. It's gonna be a collective effort to step up, and um, you know, it starts tomorrow in in Philly. Tomorrow night in Philly. Yeah. And on that note for, you know, I know a lot of it's just rooted in jokes, like, you know, being able to just like post Wembenyama in a Warriors jersey or whatever. <laughs> hey, good um, But, you know, the Warriors are in that position where as much help as Steph Curry has needed to succeed on this team. Um, and, you know, we know he, that he need, definitely has needed more at this time, but... I think that the Warriors are in the position where they have a roster with enough talent capable of sustaining things when he's out. And a lot of teams don't have that luxury. They're so reliant on one player uh, that they just don't have the kind of guys like Jordan Poole or Andrew Wiggins or Clay Thompson who can step up, Draymond Green who can step up and be a leader and sort of control things defensively. Um, they have, you know, DiVincenzo has been playing really well off the bench and we've seen Moses Moody can step up, be confident, hit shots. Jonathan Kaminga is offering a lot. So they have all the tools together to sort of fill things out. So I think to just outright go and declare the season lost is it's a bit of a stretch. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's lost. I, uh, it is so, the Warriors are so weird in that they do have so much talent, but, but they're simultaneously so reliant on one guy. 
it's it's just really odd. Um, but no, they totally it's 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 up to the guys. Like they have what it takes. Um, season's not lost. I think to be totally honest, I think this team's gonna be a playing team. Uh, Steph uh, staying afloat now, or Steph coming back and they're they're down seven eight games below five hundred. It's just a matter of being seven or being ten in my mind, to be honest. And if they get to six, it's fantastic. But uh, it's going to be a, a bloodbath. I mean, just looking below them in the standings, they've got they've got the Lakers, the Timberwolves right there. Those teams probably aren't going away anytime soon. Um, above them, Dallas, Jazz, Kings, Clippers. None of these teams are rolling over anytime soon that are right around them in the standings. So for me, it's just kind of where it is. Like the season's not lost. I think they can be a playing team either way. My guess is um, if they keep things afloat, they they pop into that seven spot hopefully and maybe even six and avoid the plan, but um, no, they're not, there's, there's no tanking here. You have a 34 year old Steph in his prime and uh, there's the women. Yama jokes are cool and they're funny. Um, that would be an absolute travesty if that were to happen. So no, That'd season's be, not lost. Yeah. Season's not lost. It, if Steph was out for the season, then yeah, we, we could consider that, but different conversation. He's out, yeah. he's out for two, he's out two, three weeks. And um the fact that if you can't believe that the team can stay afloat for two to three weeks, that's that's all on the roster construction. And I, like you guys said, I feel like we have the team that's – and they're right, it feels like they're right there. They've lost some tough games. They've lost some uh, games down the stretch. Um, they could very easily be, you know, four or five games above 500, just winning some of these like games that they've just outright just blown. Um, so it feels like they're right there. It feels like they're figuring out going into this road trip, obviously coming off that Boston win. Um just you got to you just got to find a way to survive this you know Steph gut punch and and uh, you know power on through through the season because um, like you said I feel like th- this is all about maximizing Steph and just the greatness that he brings you don't see this all the time um, so for these guys it's that 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 should also be you know kind of a motivating factor like that's Steph's done Steph's gotten us this far put us on his back and if they if these guys are able to develop and you know really gain that confidence with Steph coming back you can you can really see this team take off in the second half of the season. It would be just a huge, I mean, that's, that's kind of the only, it's not a silver lining as of right now, but that could looking in hindsight in could two be. months, if this is how it goes. And again, if you get a rotation player of Moses Moody, if Kaminga upgrades even more than he already has, if Jordan Poole finds his stride, um, if Clay Thompson can rediscover his, uh, his shot selection, you know, we're going to be looking back at this moment as a potential gift, just given that Steph's also getting a few weeks off, but are, but are without a doubt some very tired legs. One thousand percent. He's he definitely has earned that rest, and hopefully the team around him can pick him up for that because he's done well more than his fair share so far. <laughs> and last time Steph Curry was out for a few weeks, came back and we won a championship. So let's uh, yeah, could could does uh, Iron Heart stock Iron Strike twice? We'll see, we'll see. But <laughs> should be fun. Should be a fun ride, regardless. That's that's the that's been the Warriors this season. It's been a roller coaster. Don't expect it to change anytime soon. So Warriors got again. We can kind of reflect a little differently now. The Warriors have uh, six, five games between now and Christmas, which was kind of our benchmark previously. Uh, you know, they've got the Sixers, the Raptors, the Knicks, the Nets, and the Grizzlies in that order. That is tough. Uh, what do you guys think the record is after these next five? They're fourteen and fifteen right now. In there. I think two and three is pretty reasonable, all things considered. Yeah, I went I went six and two on the stretch. They've already picked up the two losses. Um the one and two <laughs> counting that Boston game just to make the uh, the averages look good. But yeah, I think if they can pull out a two and three, um I think that one of one of those, I think the Nets and Knicks is a back to back as well. So, you know, punt one of those games. Um, but 
uh, you know, come back home for Christmas. Um, if you can be 500, I think that's, that's asking, or that's, 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 that's a blessing. That's a Christmas miracle right there. So just find a way to win one, take it one game at a time and then just get, just get that, get that third road win. However it takes, whatever. That's it takes. insane, man. Third road win in December is a crazy, crazy thing well, to say. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to say one and four record. is my, my pessimistic guess here. I want to say they steal two of these in my, in all, in all of our heads gotta be that next game most likely, but, um, Raptors are tough. Raptors, Raptors, Raptors always play the Raptors Warriors are, tough. The Raptors are struggling a little bit as well, so hopefully catch them on a on a rough night. But um, yeah, that I think the Knicks, the Knicks and the Raptors are, are the two that I see. I mean, the Warriors have they have won you know good amount in Philly though. So I, I feel like in recent past they've they played well. And Looney Looney Loki does uh, does a number on Embiid. Man, there are some funny stats there mm-hmm. to look at. It's uh, hey, it's it's some funny. Gonna stuff. need it. Gonna need it. Well, boys. Quick one, but any as always, guys. Um, anything to shout out before we uh, hop on out of here? Uh, as always, uh, you can check my stuff out at Claytheist Eleven. Um, doing my usual film. I will especially be interested in seeing what things are going on with Steph Curry out. How things change offensively. Who starts to get more role out there? So, uh, yeah, you can follow me there and stay tuned for more. I got nothing, boys. Check out Matt's gifts. Check out Chuck's stuff. Check out Games He's Clay, man. Um, like, comment on the YouTube. Follow us on Twitter. Um, and strap in, guys. This is going to be a fun roller coaster. I can't wait for Matt's um, freaking out text um, <laughs> tomorrow and whatever on this road trip. But, um, again, thank you guys for listening. As always, we really appreciate it. Um, get well soon, Steph. We miss you, man. This is the dog days of, of the holidays right now. But, Prayers out to you, brother. Get well soon. Um, Until then, though, we will see you guys on the next episode. Peace. And that'll do it. The Golden State Warriors advance to their fifth consecutive Western Conference final. For the second straight year, they eliminate the Rockets here in Houston as they take this series in six games and they win game six without Kevin Durant. Just a painful way to end the season once again for Chris Paul, James Harden, and the Rockets.